Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome to Christmas Week of the Best Things Podcast. My name is Elf Craig. Sitting next to me, Elf Aaron. Yeah. Welcome in to the best time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. It is the week of Christmas 2022, if you're listening in the future. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we're going to have some fun today. Ho, ho, ho! That's a pretty good Santa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going we're gonna to have some fun. Hopefully you are ready for Christmas. Um, if you're not ready for Christmas, you are out of time. Like, it's over. Like, you, you have run out. <laughs> there is, I guess you've got, if you're listening to this the day of release, you've got four days, five days, in theory, to get some shopping done. How are you? Are, are you are you done at this point? Dunzo. You've been done for a while. Yeah. I've probably got one more thing to get. Ooh. I, I'm I am usually a week of now it's usually nothing big, but I'm I'm always I always get nervous about stocking stuff. I don't ever feel like I do well in the stocking game. And so I'm always last minute. I'm I'm looking for that one perfect extra little thing that could be used in a stocking. What makes a good stocking gift? See, Lauren is great at stockings. She, she would rather just the whole holiday be stockings. I think she'd be happy. What's in your typical stocking? I mean, it's a lot of knickknacks. Um, I always, I've gotten to where the last three or four years I asked for like no candy, like no candy, no foods, just because January one or January two, I want to start trying to to eat better, be on some kind of a diet, get back in shape a little bit. Yes, I am that guy, <laughs> and so I'm like, I do not need the temptation of all these different flavors of Snickers and M and M's and things like that. All this new fangled beef jerkies and I beef jerky's protein. It's true, beef jerky is the the better. What about nuts? Nuts are fine, like. But I just I don't I don't I don't need it. Veggie straws. <laughs> no, then I judge people. <laughs> They're giving me veggie straws. I'm judging them. So you don't want any pez in your now. Stocking. I, I used to get them when I was a kid. I used to get them all the time, and and I I still enjoy them. I, I like the novelty. What of some do of you that like stuff. to put in a stocking? So uh, what Lauren does really well, like she will cram a stocking full of stuff. Oh, that's how Erica does. Like I mean, there's t-shirts in it or something. A couple of years ago, she put AirPods in my stocking. Oh, like she, she psyched me out. Whoa! And I thought Christmas was over, and I get my stocking out, and boom, AirPods. And I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" Like, so, so like wow. she she loves a stocking, and I always feel the stocking pressure <laughs> because I know what she gives me is going to be incredible, and I'm like, okay. "I've got a high bar. I've got to try to meet here," and it's just it's tough for me. It's tough for a guy. So, what is your go to? 
Um, I, I don't know. Little games and stuff. Uh, I try to I try to do some different types of games, uh, cards or. But you know, with Lauren, <laughs> you got you got your holidays. Spirit. I had to adjust my my head. This Santa hat that I'm wearing. By the way. We mentioned this last episode. We're wearing our festive, uh, festive outfits here, and I've got a Santa hat on. But this is out of frame. <laughs> and, uh, when I put my headphones on over the Santa hat, I can't hear. <laughs> no, but like uh, last year, I felt like I did pretty good. I got her two stockings last year. <laughs> two stockings? Yeah, because I was like, you know what? I, I, there's no way I'm going to compete in one stocking, so I'm just going to go do two. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I mean, shirts are always a, a win. Uh, some type of clothing, some comfortable socks, uh, knickknacky stuff, anything small that is just like, oh wow, that's neat. You know, kitschy stuff. That, that's always a win. You, you said uh, knickknacks there. I was, uh, I was reading the other day. Um, there was this frog <laughs> that uh, he was interested in building a house. And he had gone to the bank to talk with the uh, mortgage office about the potential to get a loan to build his first home. And the uh, the loan officer asked him, you know, what kind of collateral he had. And he said, I, I, I don't know what collateral is. And she said, well, you know, that would be some sort of valuables that you would, you know, put up in case, you know, we had to repossess, all that kind of stuff, you know, she explained collateral to him. And so it finally, you know, he said, well, I, you know, uh, I got uh, I got some of this. So he reached into his pocket and he pulled out a few little uh, things. You just, you know, call them knickknacks. He pulled out some knickknacks there. Yeah. And uh, she said, okay, well, I don't know if that's going to work for collateral or not. Uh, she said, I'll tell you what I'll do, though. We'll go talk to the president of the bank and see, you know, if he would approve a loan for you. And he said, okay. So, uh, I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the frog and, uh, the loan officer, uh, they go together and she opens the door and she walks out and, uh, says, Mr. Frog, you know, you can follow me and, so they, they head upstairs, they go to the, the president's office, and he sits down in the lobby at a wait. She goes in and talks to the president of the bank, and uh, she knocks on the door. He says, uh, who is it? She says, uh, it's, it's Patty Whack. He says, oh, well, come on in. Oh, and gosh. so oh, no. <laughs> she comes <laughs> she comes into the office, and she says, uh, Mr. President, you know, there's this frog out here. She explains the whole situation to him, you know. And uh, he's he all he has for collateral are these different knickknacks that he's got here. And I don't know if that'll work. And the bank president looks at it for a second, and he says, well, those are knickknacks, Paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on now. The, the minute you said paddywhack, <laughs> that, that did it. I knew where it was headed. I could see oh. the exit sign on the freeway of this joke. Uh, 
Wow. <laughs> Those are nice. That's That's a fatty a whack. Get the long water. walk for a short <laughs> drink of water. Uh, <laughs> Remind me to tell you about the check on the Russians sometime. I don't know that I want to know. <laughs> well, if you couldn't tell based on that, we're talking about Christmas gifts. Uh, we We lost our entire audience <laughs> right there. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think that's going to be what keeps them here. Sometimes people think that we don't. Uh, oh my gosh, that we don't do enough. Uh, you know, lighthearted stuff. That we're too serious. <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I really don't think people have ever thought that about us. I don't think anybody can accuse us of being too serious. Uh, today's episode, we are talking about. Uh, we're going to go through a list of the most popular toy or tech item, uh, the, the biggest gift craze in the last 40 years. So uh, the article by uh, pocketlint.com uh, has done the it's very official. They've done the work for us, and they have put together this list of the most popular tech or toy item over the last, since 1977. And uh, we're going to kind of go through this list, and some of these we're just going to skip through, but we're going to try to highlight and hit all of them uh, and talk about all the different ones that are out there, okay? So we're going we're gonna to go through the list. Some of these are incredible. So I've already looked ahead at the list. Some of these I had, and so uh, I bet we get to li- relive some of our childhood. And if you're listening, I bet we get to relive some of your childhood as well. All right, let's hop right into it. Here we go. Before we can figure out the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for The Thing About the Things. All righty. We're going to talk about some toys and gifts. Um, Real quick before we dive into it, is there a most memorable toy that comes to mind from your childhood? No, I can't really, I, I can't put my finger on just one. Yeah, I have a terrible memory. So like, I'm thinking back to, man, can I remember that far back at specific gifts that I got when I was I remember one year I was probably seven, eight years old. I got an inflatable chair. Oh yeah. I had wanted a beanbag, and my mom would not let me have a beanbag chair. <laughs> those, those beans get everywhere. Yes. So she was like, no, you can't have that. But <laughs> but they got me this big, inflatable, squishy chair. Yeah. I do remember getting that one Christmas. I got a really nice basketball one Christmas when I was eight, nine years old, and a basketball goal. Mm. That was probably a memorable one. Yeah. Um, I've always liked playing basketball. Uh, those are probably two of the most memorable. Huh. Well, we're going to go back to 1977 and start this thing out. And uh, yes, we're going to go back that far. 40 items here, 40-ish items, maybe 41. Uh, We're going to try to rapid fire through some of them. We may spend some more time on the others. Uh, And then at the end of this episode, we're going to take uh, our favorites from that, and we're going to bracket them out and uh, see where that lands us. So uh, we'll go back and forth. Uh, First up, 1977, Star Wars toys. We're big on the scene. Well, what do you know? 1977. Imagine that. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, over 100 different Star Wars toys were made between 77 and 85. The first year of release, though, they're flying off the shelves. Were these like action figures? Yeah, so they were the action figure figures here, so the okay. individual characters. Now, the a lot of these, 
nerd culture was in in full effect even back then because the the ones that are um untouched mint condition still in box are worth outrageous amounts of money today like they are ridiculous how much money it's brought you know what hold on before we get to that Aaron I forgot something oh and that is uh some trivia time for you what yes Okay. You're not yep. Popping a peek at the screen. Okay. Here. Nope. Okay. So I've got questions for you when it comes to Americans spending money at Christmas time. Oh, I know we like to do that. So these are our statistics for 2022. So this is as of 2022. Okay. okay. A lot of these are approximate, but based on historical data. Um, American consumers are looking to spend an average. Uh, okay. This is previous. So up until today. The average American consumer spends, on average, how much money on gifts and holiday items each Christmas? So this is an individual, not an a, individual. A yes, on average, how much money on gifts, gifts and holiday items? Gifts and holiday items. What does the average American spend? Feel free to play yeah. along at home. Shout out your guesses. I want to say. Is this for a whole family? This just think? says, according to the, to the National Retail Federation. Based I'm, on the number you see, though, American you, consumers. does it look like they're buying for a, a whole group of people, not just like one person? Yeah, I mean, this okay. is just what one person is going to spend on everybody's okay. gifts that they're okay. buying okay. for, okay. All, right. all maybe even holiday decorations. I'm going to say $2,000. Man, Mr. Moneybags over here. You doubled it up. Did I? Yeah, the average American is nine hundred ninety-seven dollars and seventy-three cents, approximately a thousand dollars each year. Um, okay. What percentage of U.S. holiday budgets are assigned to gift purchases? What percentage of budgets are assigned to gift purchases? This one blows me I, away. I would say seventy-five uh, percent. Wow. You're close. It's 65. Okay. That seems like a lot of your holiday budget. Well, okay. You guess. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to spend? I guess okay, 35, 40% I guess of your money on. I guess you're right there. Uh, let's see. What percentage of Americans buy gifts for their families? <laughs> what percentage of Americans buy gifts for their families? All yeah. right. So we're going to take out some different groups of people here and there. The Grinches, things like that. Uh, I would think that it's going to be, it's got to be above 80%. Uh, I'm going to go 84%. Well, there's less Grinches in the world than you think. That number is 96%. Oh! Um, how much Americans spend well over blank a year on non-gift items? Like, this is just one grand total. As a whole, the American population spends this much, or no, one, no, a one, person on okay. average. Well, okay, if they're spending, if they're spending a grand on everything combined, and sixty-five percent of that is gifts. Oh, he's doing math. Then that should take us to the correct amount, right? You would think. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. As I don't know if these will match up, I'll say three hundred and fifty dollars. 
$200 a year on non-gift items. Okay, that doesn't match up it with does the not match up. earlier statistic. <laughs> uh, finally, let's see here. Let me find a, a good one to end on. Oh, okay, I got two here. Two, two to end. What percentage of Americans begin Christmas shopping before the end of October? What percentage of Americans begin Christmas shopping before the end of October? This is going to be a low number. Because uh, I think a lot of people are procrastinators. I'm going to say it's like uh, 20%. Well, you'd be happy to know, I think. The number is 43%. Wow. 43% of I Americans begin Christmas that. shopping. Last but not least, um, what percentage of Americans shop online for okay. holiday purchases? I think this is going to be a growing number. Uh, this is going to be trending up. I wonder if this is just solely purchasing them online or if it's just any sort of uh online shopping i don't have that kind of information so what kind what percent of americans yes what percentage of americans shop online uh i'll say 30 percent 57 percent wow of americans shop online wow holiday purchases did you online shop? Yes. That's all I've done so far. That's all I have done. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I, 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 I typically do. I mean, we always go shopping together. Yeah. And I'm going to – I get something. But, like, most of my stuff – Lauren and I had this conversation the other day at the time of recording this, which is very early December, barely even December yet, uh, that – she was sitting there scrolling. She's like, I'm just tired of scrolling and shopping. And I'm like, well, that's not what you do online. Like, I, when I'm shopping online, I know exactly what I'm going for. I'm searching that in, and I'm finding it. If I come across something else or see an ad, then cool. That's that's my shopping. I'm not just sitting there scrolling and shopping online. Are you? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Really? I did it Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, yeah. I mean, on those things, I'm going to look. But I like, was just, I was scrolling through different categories, just seeing what might spark some ideas or things like that because this was one of those years you know christmas shopping for erica where i didn't have a whole lot of specifics in mind sometimes i have specifics in mind i already know i'm getting x y and z mm. and so i don't need to yeah. i don't need to browse right now typically i typically when i go to a store i already have a reason for going there but it feels like a lot of times when we go christmas shopping sometimes i'm just kind of wandering aimlessly hoping that i stumble across something to find yeah um, one last number here. Last year, um, holiday sales were between eight hundred and forty-three point four and eight hundred and fifty-nine billion dollars, creeping up to a trillion. My goodness, that's in the U.S. or worldwide? Yeah, U.S. Wow, and that's double from what it was in two thousand two at four sixteen billion. It's crazy. Anyway, back to our list. We we talked about Star Wars. Uh, why don't you give us number 1978's? 1978 was Simon. I love Simon. I don't know Simon. You don't know Simon? I don't think I know Simon. It's kind of like the it's the original version of like a bop it. So it lights up in different oh, patterns okay. and you got to match the pattern. Uh Yeah, I I used to love playing Simon all the time. I think there's apps now that you can do it with. I don't think I ever I saw Simon. I've forgotten it. Uh, 1979, we get the Atari video computer system. I do know about the Atari. Oh, yeah. 
Did you ever? Did you ever have an Atari? Was there ever one in your house or anything? No, I can't remember because my brothers and sisters are older. They were right. They were uh, all alive in the seventies at this era, um, and I can't remember if they had an Atari or not. I I have played an Atari, right? But I don't know that we owned one. Yeah, I don't think there was ever one in our house. If there was, I don't remember it. But Atari really set set the world up. Like when it came out, it it really changed some things. Yeah. This was kind of the forerunner of everything else, right? Yeah. Uh, Christmas of 1979, the console sold like hotcakes. Uh, sold a million units that year. Sold 10 million by 1982. That is what, man. That, you talk about fast growing. 1980? Rubik's Cube. I love Rubik's Cube. The original Rubik's Cube. Have you ever solved one? Yes. I have, I don't but know, I don't with think I have. aid. Okay, <laughs> watched a tutorial. Exactly. <laughs> um, the original Rubik's Cube had 11 edges that could be flipped independently, resulting in 43 quintillion possible combinations. That's crazy. University researchers in 2007 found a way to solve the puzzle in just 26 moves. It is wild to see those YouTube videos of people who can just like do it in like a second. It's on like three yes. seconds or something. Just. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand how they can do it. It was invented in 1974, started becoming popular in 1980, and by 1983, it's estimated 200 million Rubik's Cubes were sold worldwide. And they're still popular today. I think that that's... Uh, I mean, it's one of the gifts that we give away to, to kids in classes at church and stuff. One of the things we put in yeah. treasure chests and things, we always have Rubik's Cubes in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's national contests still going on, worldwide contests. It has withstood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Something a, so simple, a simple gift. You know, we're that gonna was, we're gonna get into some really high tech things, but yeah, this is still a lot of fun. I think it was born out of like university or a math professor or something like that who who did this as a a a research project. A or Hungarian like that. sculptor and architect architect professor Erno Rubik. Invented a 3D puzzle. It's wild. 1981, Smurfs. Smurf everything. Took over in 1981. They were big. They were huge. I mean, they they were small. (laughs) But they were also huge. I'm looking at a... We're we're seeing a plushie here. Uh, Did you have a lot of Smurf stuff? I don't think I did. I vividly remember. I don't know where I got it. It may have been like in a Happy Meal or something, but I vividly remember having a little Smurf. Uh, I wouldn't even call it an action figure. It was just like a little figurine of Papa Smurf, and I used to love that thing. I used to watch Smurfs a lot. Oh, I rem- I loved watching the Smurfs. I- I've made it clear here, though, on this podcast, I get Smurfs and Dwarfs mixed up from time to time, though, with the names. You also requested to be called Smurf Daddy, didn't you? <laughs> I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. One of us was going to go have our <laughs> child call us Smurf Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's right, because of Papa Smurf, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and again, Smurfs just crack me up because they can get away with saying anything they want to on the cartoon because they just have to replace it with the word Smurf. Now, I always associate the Smurfs with the 80s. But oh, yeah. what I'm reading says that they started in the, in 1958. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize they went back that far. I didn't either. I thought they were probably 70s and kind of hit their stride in the 80s. Yeah. Man, they were, they've they been around for a long time then. Yeah, they have. They have. Uh, 1982, 
Now, here's one that I know this this was popular. Yeah. Uh, BMX. Yeah. These bikes right here. Yeah, they, they are. They're well, I never got into BMX. I'm not coordinated enough to do it. I would hurt myself a lot if I tried. <laughs> I look at that picture and instantly, you know what I think of? What's that? Stranger Things. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Uh, the fad started in the 70s. The BMX ones had the big tires on them too, right? They Was did, that- and they would have, like like this picture, they would have extra little something on their spokes too, so yeah. you could you could kind of move around. Do tricks. Yeah. The bars may have been a little different, just yeah. like the frame was different it was than a, a traditional bicycle. Yeah. Looks like it was even a little bit longer. This was not like a mountain bike. You're not going to have different gears and yeah. stuff. This was a trick bike. Like the handles would spin all the way around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A traditional bike, you could only go to here right. yeah. and to here with it. Yeah. But these, you could just like spin. Yeah, which makes me wonder, I guess we would need to know from people, you can help us out if you do a BMX, but like if you can spin your handlebar all the way around, how do you steer? Like is it a leaning situation or is there something different you got to do? Because I mean, it or can, or can the whole thing, can the tire and everything just, I guess the tire would spin too with it freely. Yeah. 1983, we have the Cabbage Patch Kids. I I know my sisters uh, had these because I think there's still some of their dolls around. Our dog really? found my mom had them saved, um, and our new dog two years ago he found them. <laughs> I remember listening to some podcast about Cabbage Patch Kids. There's there's a lot of, of uh, controversy in how they have started or originated or something really? like that. Something about like you know stolen designs or something. Something Ooh. seedy like that. So there, there's some whole story some behind the cabbage plot. Yeah, there should be a movie made. There really should. I, I want to say, uh, yeah. So a 21 year, 21 year old art student uh, hand, started hand stitching these, and uh, something happened between then and when they became the most popular. But you know, you you don't purchase cabbage batch kits. Wait, what? You adopt them. So you you don't. Actually, I mean, yes, you, you exchange oh. money for them. Oh, okay. But, like, the kid goes and adopts them. They don't even get the – the kid doesn't name them. They come with a name. Oh, it comes yeah. already named. So it comes with their own name and birth certificate and all that kind of stuff. And so you're adopting this Cabbage Patch kid. They still do Cabbage Patch uh, kids, right? I believe so. Will uh, your daughter be a Cabbage Patch kid? You know what? That's a great question. It is an iconic yeah, toy. I'm I'm sure she'll get one at some point. Yeah, I don't I don't see why she wouldn't. Huh. Now here's one I like. Oh yeah. 1984. 100%. Transformers. Yeah. Hasbro uh jumps into creating merchandise for this animated series. These were so much fun to play with. They were. And these are still made. Oh yeah. Yeah, in spite of the movies. <laughs> the first one was good. The first one was fine, yeah. And then they sequentially got worse and worse. Yeah. To where the, the most recent one I watched was just, I don't know, it was it was really bad. Yeah, I haven't watched one, I don't think, since the second one, because that, which uh, my friends uh, Neil and Tyler have a podcast, and they just did an episode on the best and worst sequels. Of all time, and that would be a good one for us to do too. I think that'd be a fun podcast episode uh, because Transformers would definitely have to fall in the worst category as far as sequels go. Oh, 100%. Uh, 
so yeah, you, these are these are what you think you, they are if you're thinking of transformers. So you're like playing with the car, and then you like just can <laughs> Rubik's cube it into like this robot, and they're awesome. Optimus Prime. Yes. Uh, nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> we have Care Bears. I always made fun of people for Care Bears. <laughs> I yeah. I feel like when I was little, I probably had a Care Bear. It was a TV show first, right? Yes. And then they tried to capitalize off of their... Uh-huh. You had a... Wait, 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 wait. I just missed this. You had a Care Bear? I feel like I probably did, because I, I'm a child of the 80s, and so I can uh, imagine myself having one of these. Like, if, if you're a small kid and you have this, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're 10 and you have no. this, <laughs> you're in no, for a rough day. I, I see where I'm at about 10 years old. I know what gift I had then. We'll get there in just a okay. minute. But yeah, Care Bear, I'm, sure, I'm assuming I probably had this as a baby, an infant, a toddler. Let's see. Is this the year you were born? Uh, we're getting there. Okay. 1986 is the year I was born. There it is. I do not know this. You don't know Teddy Ruxpin? I don't think so. Teddy Ruxpin was awesome. Teddy okay. Ruxpin. Tell me. He, he was the original... Um, talking teddy bear so you had these books and it had you could put a cassette in the back of teddy ruxman awesome it would he would read the book for you so you would follow along with him as he would read the book his mouth would move up and down did you have one of these i i think i did i I can't remember i I don't have a memory like you do so it's hard for me to remember the 80s uh Uh, i'm gonna ask my parents but i have no knowledge of me ever having one of these i can't i can't remember it seems like this would really be a cool uh toy to get yeah i i could see that one to me that's more impressive than the care bear from the year before absolutely yeah 1987 though oh Oh, and these are still fun. I love these. I do too. Uh, Kush balls. I love Kush balls, man. Uh, they were invented in 1986 when Scott Stillinger was having trouble teaching his young children how to catch and finding normal balls were far too bouncy. So he created this ball, which was intended to be soft enough not to hurt or bounce when thrown and easier to catch than a normal ball too. These are great just to kind of like, you know, you're your, just sitting around. Yeah, in your office. You're just kind of messing with it, pulling on the little strings, tossing it up and down. You can you can play a game of catch with it. They're great. How did it get its name? You know, Why I f- did he name it that? I feel like I remember hearing about this at some point. That literally it was the sound it made. Like when I was you threw say, it, koosh. Because it's just kind of a, it just dies. Yeah. It doesn't roll. Right. It just stops. Yeah. Koosh. I, I, I would get, I have gotten this in a stocking before. I love these. I, again, these are things that we still give away to kids all the time. Uh, Lauren was doing something with her, her in her kids group, and she was doing that whole kind of like the Jimmy Fallon game where you uh, you you kind of stick your hands in a box. Oh, and figure out. And she was like, "What can I put in there?" I was like, "You got to put a koosh ball in there because, like, it if you don't know what it is, it feels freaky. Yeah, just those tentacles or uh-huh. whatever they are, just rubber. I guess it's rubber, right?" And it just, I don't know, it's its so satisfying to hold and run your fingers through. Erica says that, that the texture, she has a texture issue with them, and they really? just kind of weird her out. Uh, I don't i do not get it. I love them. Yeah, like uh, our Kush son's going to be a Cush Ball fan. It says that they were the best-selling toy of 1987. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's impressive. That is impressive. 1988, though. Oh, man. I, ha- I remember getting this for Christmas one year. 
That's a good I'm Christmas. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas. It may have been my birthday one year, but I think it was Christmas. The NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. I don't know why I said it that way. The NES console uh, went nuclear. Ballistic. Like This thing blew the heck up. Uh, you got, of course, you got Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Duck Hunt. <laughs> and they were they came in the same game. It was a it was a dual game. Yeah, it was two and one, and it was so much fun. And then just I mean, you talk about futuristic having that little gun that you could point at the screen. Uh, how went, in the world did that work? I still don't know how that worked. It really bothers me that because of the flat screen design and everything, the way that they're made now, that those guns don't work on it. Because I would love to be able to play Duck Hunt. Yeah, uh, but you've got to have a glass yeah screen. Um, my my siblings had an NES, and so it was handed down to me once I got older. Um, and there was just nothing like, <laughs> yeah, blowing that cartridge, yeah, banging on the top of the thing when uh-huh. it, yeah, that's how you made it work. Oh man! And the cord to the to the <laughs> to the this controller long. was never very long. You sat right here in front you of did. the TV. Yeah, your parents were always like, "Don't sit too close to the TV." And then you get one of these, and you're just like right up in front of it. <laughs> But so many great games to go along with this, uh, man! It, it 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 changed the world. They sold seven million systems by the end of the year, uh, outselling home computer competitors by a million miles. It's incredible. This is my birth year. Next up, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine, and we're gonna stay in the Nintendo family when they brought out the Game Boy. Yep. Nintendo had a stranglehold on culture for the late 90s. Did you see Marquez Brownlee's video a while back on the Game Boy? He, I, did, he did a retro... Oh, really? Vid, uh, on his retro tech series. And he went back and just kind of relived the Game Boy. Uh, it was so much fun. I remember getting my oh, first yeah. Game Boy. I did too. I remember when I, when I finally got a Game Boy Color. Yeah. But, I mean, my Game Boy, I had this contraption that made it, like, had a magnifying glass that went over the yes, top of it. Yes, exactly. Because the first ones you, weren't lit. Uh-huh. You had to have a light to see. It's incredible to think about. They were not backlit at all. No. <laughs> I watched a guy in that Retro Tech video where they have competitions for people to create music with these. Oh, really? They tear them apart and that you can hit different things and create music out of the Game Boy. That's wild. It it I it was wild. Uh at my parents' house, they have they have a room. Me and my brother both have rooms at my parents' house. And uh in in my me and Lauren's room, uh they have my old Game Boy sitting in there. I still have mine. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh I think I just I think I brought I mine. Go, I was about to say I need to go put recharge the battery. No, you put batteries you just in put this. batteries <laughs> in it. Yeah, you didn't have charge it. Yeah, I just, wonder if it still works. Um mine I I can't remember if it's still at my parents' house or if I've brought it home, but I I've still got several games for it. Man, I love the Game Boy. I want to play now. Uh, let's see. We didn't even talk about it. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't give any facts about it. Its first release in the United States, the Game Boy sold forty thousand units on the first day, and along with the Game Boy Color, went on to sell over one hundred eighteen million units worldwide in its lifetime. Yeah, in Christmas nineteen eighty nine, though, the Game Boy was the most popular toy around. Nineteen ninety. Uh, this is this is the toy I was talking about that I would have had when I was ten. Uh, 
this is earlier than when I was 10, but uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. TMNT. They were my jam when I was a kid. I love TN- TMNT. Uh, 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film took cinemas by storm, clearing up $200 million at the box office, becoming one of the highest grossing indie films. It wasn't indie film at the time. Uh, and, and of course, you're going to popularize on it and go with action figures afterwards. I remember, and I, I bet in, in, at my parents' house, we, they, I've still got turtles in there. You had them with different, there were action figures, they did different things. You push a button on the back and you get the karate chop action. Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael. Uh, who did I say? Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael. Uh, uh, oh, no. Michelangelo. D'Artagnan. No. No. That's a three musketeer. <laughs> Wrong franchise. Oh, my gosh. Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello. Did I say Raphael? Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo. Good gosh. Leo. How could I forget Leo? Man. So, yeah. Uh, Aaron's dying next to me. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> just, just in time for Christmas, we lost Aaron. <laughs> uh, I have always spent time trying to find a pepperoni pizza that's comparable Dude, to the ones that they had. Seriously. <laughs> Those were the best. They look so good. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't know what they did. The animators, man, they just freaking nailed the pizza from the, the turtles. Uh, this was not something I was into. So <laughs> I know y- your confession earlier is that you yeah. were. So why don't you take 1991? 1991 were pogs. I used to freaking <laughs> love pogs. Never. Man. This is the, 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 the confession of an elementary school kid in the early nineties, because like, man, pogs were, oh, they were massive. Yeah. And they're just little pieces of cardboard. Cardboard. So, I mean, think of like the the trading card phase. Like, this was the kids' version of trading cards. So, they had different designs on them. Some were very generic. But then then you started getting like Pokemon or Nintendo characters or Ninja Turtles or stuff like that. Um, What was the point? It was just to trade them. You want to collect as many of them as you can. You would do Pog Wars, though. That's when they really started yeah, to Yeah, I remember up. Pog Wars. So you drop down that big honking thick one, and you pop it, and whichever one's flipped over, then then that's the ones you got to keep. Like, it was just it was just a big deal. Yeah. Like, this is what you did at recess. Yep. This was a schoolyard thing. The history of Pogs actually goes back to the 1920s that's in wild. Hawaii, when milk bottle caps were used uh, as a game among children. So, you know... It's funny because it is a game, but nobody really treated it as a real game. You just wanted to collect them. You wouldn't have the coolest ones. But it was that was the whole war thing. Uh, started out as just like a normal game, but like turned into the collector's items, and I got these pogs and these pogs. And, and then you went to the battle pogs, and, and my battle pogs better than yours, and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. Recess and playground, man, in the nineteen ninety early nineteen nineties, especially nineteen ninety one, was just incredible. Uh, you want to give us nineteen ninety two? Talking Barney, <laughs> uh, man, Barney was big at this point. He was. I'm I'm kind of glad he's not around. Anymore. Is he around? Uh 
guess we're about, about to find out, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to let our daughter watch you, Barney. You love me. I'm going to pull the, the, the 90s Christian parent and go, you, you, you're not allowed to watch that. It's... <laughs> It's a de- demonic <laughs> dinosaur, just so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> uh, let's see. For me, that was Teletubbies. They were yeah. they were off limits. For Power me. Rangers. That was for oh, me. Power I, Rangers. Yep, I yeah. didn't get to watch Power Rangers Couldn't either. Watch, my mom's listening to this, and she's probably laughing right now because uh, along with I couldn't watch Dragon Ball Z either. Um, we never had my, my brother used to watch Dragon I don't, Ball Z. I, well, maybe I'm wrong. It's not Dragon Ball Z. It's something else. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, no, I know for sure that one was on the list. Uh, yeah, you got talking Barney. It's just it's a plush toy that talks like Barney. What it, else you need to know? It, it was the second popular teddy bear toy to appear after Teddy Ruxpin. It's wow. a rip off of, of pretty teddy much. Bear. Which it says here that that uh, Barney and Friends started ninety two and ran till two thousand and nine. So it's I guess it's no longer on the air. Thank goodness. 1993. This is this is important. So 1993 it was the Talk Boy. The oh. Talk Boy actually started as a prop on a Christmas movie. Yes, named Home Alone Two or Home Alone. Yeah, that was the second one, wasn't it? No, no, it was the first one. No, it wasn't. It was the second one. Because no, it was it was the. I don't think he has it in the first one because he uses the VCR to do the the. Yeah. The Filthy Animals. Yeah. And then the second one, that's the one he's using to... Yeah. Yeah. So this came from he Home Alone 2. His, uh, uh, Uncle Frank didn't right. want his naked rear end spied on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this literally, like, this was not a thing till Home Alone. That's crazy. Uh, so they had a, a, a prop and then turned it into a working model to run up to Black Friday that year. Uh, so by Christmas time, everybody wanted one, selling like hotcakes. The deluxe model featured a slow playback mode that allowed the kids to manipulate their voices. And I, I don't know if I ever necessarily had a talk boy, but I had something similar to that. I remember yeah, I had a, I had a voice recorder. Yeah. I remember that. What? Uh, let's see, 1994. You got them Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We just speaking of the Power Rangers talked about. I wasn't allowed to have. <laughs> um, I never, you know, I I always thought they were kind of dumb though. I, I did too. I, I just I I remember them being a big deal, mm-hmm. and they were so cheesy. It was, yes, it was so cheesy. Yeah, I wasn't. I was never tempted. Like, oh man, I yeah. wish I could watch the Power Rangers. It was never really a big deal. No. Nineteen ninety five. Man, good gracious! This was a craze. Beanie babies. Oh. Tie Beanie Babies. There were people who invested in these things, thought oh that they goodness. had made it rich, and now you know what they've got? A bag <laughs> full of Beanie Babies. Have you seen the documentary that HBO did on Beanie Babies? No. There's a great documentary documentary on, on the whole Beanie Baby craze of the 90s. Um, you know, we had some Beanie, beanie Babies growing up. Struggling. I vividly remember, though, in the height of the Beanie Baby craze when they were at McDonald's, Yep, and there was specific rare Beanie Babies in Happy Meals. There was there was one specific day I remember vividly. Uh, I was playing baseball, little league baseball, and we were at the ballparks, and there were families who had they were literally throwing out the food for McDonald's. They had went through the drive-through just to get that, gotten like fifteen Happy Meals. 
and we're just, anybody want a burger? No, they just threw it away just for the Beanie Babies. <laughs> I remember vividly seeing McDonald's food just on the ground, wrappers just on the, the parking lot. People just go in there for Beanie Babies. It's incredible. It was so stupid. It was incredibly, incredibly stupid. Uh, getting ready for our son's room, I picked one up last night. And oh, yeah. Put it on the shelf. <laughs> little dog. Little dog. Uh, you go from the Beanie Baby craze <laughs> to this one, and oh, I man. remember yeah. 1996, the Tickle Me Elmo came out, mm-hmm. and parents were going absolutely nuts. It was insane. You could not find them. I mean, people were getting into fights over these. Uh, here, Tickle Me Elmo even got some parents arrested while they fought it out. <laughs> It's also rumored that one desperate shopper paid $7,100 to keep their child happy on Christmas Day. Ridiculous. Uh, I, that, that parent needs arrested for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the mid to late 90s and the early 2000s was definitely the peak of consumerism and Black Friday oh, yeah. and, and just... People getting trampled to death. Yes. Like, man, we were so thankful. Now let's go trample people It's, it's like they fight. These companies figured out the supply, the right Ooh. the right formula for supply and demand. Yeah. How to create the marketing hype, limit, it, limit the additions, and people will pay anything for it. Speaking of which, 1997, Tamagotchi. Gosh, another one. Another one of these things where that was so coveted. I had one. Did you have one? I don't know if I had one. I know a lot of people who did. I mean, everybody at school had a Tamagotchi. It was uh, remembered as the original virtual reality pet. So it was a little keychain size thing that you would you would do different. There was only like three buttons that you just did to keep. You just had to keep this little animal alive, and that was just it. You're just keeping this thing alive, and if it dies, you got to start all over again. Uh, insane numbers in 1997. Uh, by 2010, 76 million Tamagotchi had been sold worldwide. And it's rumored to be making a comeback in some way. Uh, which I'm sure you could probably just, I'm sure there's an app like that on your phone now. Probably. Surely there is some kind of a digital pet app uh, that you can have on your phone these days. 98. We're like right in the heart of all of these. I, <laughs> we are, I, man. You go to the Furby. Oh, I hate Furbies. <laughs> uh, I did not own a Furby. I think we had one way later just out of curiosity. It was a furry toy that could talk. It would blink. Uh, released in 1998. Prices skyrocketed. Sort of. It was like a Tickle Me Elmo situation. Yeah. Furby sold 40 million units across the world insane and i think they still do furbies don't they i think they do too yeah i know uh rhett and link are famous for hating furby also they they have tried to kill one that's many times. right 1999 you got pokemon <laughs> yeah uh pokemon the animated series went into trading cards and i mean just it took off from there you can still do pokemon trading cards there's video games i mean it's a whole world pokemon go was huge not that long ago Probably four years ago, five years ago or so. Uh, so yeah, this it, it used to be like an obscure, obscure Japanese cartoon, and it just ran rampant, like Nintendo games and trading cards. And so ninety nine was probably the peak of its popularity, caused the world to go by storm. Two thousand new millennium. 
Brand new tech, right? Something revolutionary? Uh, no. <laughs> Just sort of a play on something that's existed for a long time. That's a, It's a Razor scooter. These were also huge, though. I wanted a Razor scooter. Everyone. I never got a Razor scooter. I didn't either. Um, it didn't make sense for me to have one. We lived on a gravel road <laughs> out of town uh, with lots of gravel and just... I had nowhere to ever ride. Yeah. So it wouldn't like, it just wouldn't have been good. But Uh, you were probably mad at mom and dad for not getting you one or something. I'm I'm sure I was, but I, cause I remember so many other friends that would have these and I don't know what was so popular because scooters were around. Yeah. It's just marketing, man. This is just a brand name marketer with small wheels on it. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I don't know, but I always wanted one. Uh, 2000, the, the Razor scooter was especially popular after Dan Green landed a backflip using one. So ah. I guess it started becoming more, you know, the early 2000s, 90s, grungy, BMXy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What's what's the uh, the games on ESPN? The, uh, the X, X games. games. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're in there. 2001 was Bratz. I remember these. I, I do I remember these. I think this, any. <laughs> no. I think we're starting to see the tail end of that massive craze, though. So you're starting to see things probably thin out a little bit right but brats were uh fashion dolls they were i mean number one they're called brats like you know what the, you know what it. it looks like it looks like the spice girls it does it does look like the spice girls i think that's exactly the demographic they're probably trying to go for these were very super trendy 10 uh, to 13 year old girls valley girlish like brats like that's what they spoiled, were spoiled rich. Yeah, I remember the car, the commercials on TV would come on and it was that that was the the vibe they were trying to put off was spoiled rich bratty divas. 2002 Beyblades. These are still popular with kids. I feel like I had some of these. This was like Pog's next level. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're battling. I, re- and, I remember the battles. Yeah. So th- this is definitely your your more advanced version of Pogs, in my opinion. So it's like it's kind of like a mix between Pogs and Rock'em Sock'em Robots, right? <laughs> like you're, yes. You're flicking them out there, and they're just doing battle, and yes. whatever wins, wins. Uh, 2003 and 2004. So this is a two-year two year? straight. Yeah. Whoa. Robo Sapien. I don't know this. I don't know Robo Sapien either. This makes no memory to me. The height of high-tech toy, and I don't remember it. I don't remember it either. So a 21-button remote control. Of course, this is before smartphones and stuff like that, so you had to have some kind of remote. I'm guessing it just did a bunch of cool tricks and moved around. Uh, it would dance, fart, and burp. <laughs> Man, weren't we blessed in 2003 <laughs> and four? But we were in 2005. We haven't really seen a, a game on here since... Game Boy. 1989. Yeah. So here you have the Xbox 360. Big. And I I got one. Yeah. I remember I getting the Xbox 360, how oh. big that was. I'm so hyped. This was the very first brand new gaming console that I had ever had. You know what? All the other ones I yeah. had were hand-me-downs or used. Right. Some, this was the first brand new one I ever owned. Getting it out of the box. Yep. Yeah. Never been touched by other filthy little kids' hands. <laughs> this was the first one for me. And uh, did you get the white one or the black one? I had the white one first. I think we had the I had the black one. I had the white one. Did you ever get the red ring of death? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a big deal. But, you know, it was so satisfying when you pressed that button and it just kind of swirled on. 
And then wireless controller. Oh, that was huge. I think this was the first one that did wireless controller. I think it was. Uh, yeah, but so this was the gift of the year uh, for this year. They did have supply shortages. Uh, someone on uh, on their way to, to eBay. This is the you know, the birth of eBay and stuff like that. And so uh, twice the retail price and things oh, like that. Bless those people for their generosity. <laughs> uh then back to back, 2006, you got the Boom. Sony PlayStation 3, the PS3 hit. I uh, was firmly in the Xbox camp at this at this time. Yeah. I have since moved to the PlayStation side. Really? But back in this day, and I'll tell you why I think it was. Uh, I can I tell you why it was for me. Why? One word. Halo. Ah. Halo okay. was massive. Okay, you couldn't play it on PlayStation? No. Halo was made by Microsoft. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, see, I didn't I didn't do a lot of those games. I did uh, Call of Duty. Um, but most of what I did was Madden, NCAA football. Yeah. It is coming back. It's it been delayed back. a year. Yeah. Uh, 2024, baby. I don't, I don't play a lot of video games I anymore. Either. But I can promise you when NCAA football returns... Yep. I will be getting it. Uh, we yeah. got to, I'm going to have a boy now, you know, so <laughs> I got to get uh, caught up on all these things. Oh, so that man. way I can whoop yeah. up on him and some sporting <laughs> video games. You, got, you had a few years to worry yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I had the original PlayStation. Then when three Xbox came out, I got Xbox and then I've been Xbox ever since. I, I, I had the original Xbox too. I had an original Xbox. Mine was used, but I did have one. My brother had the original PlayStation. Um, to me, and maybe I'm just getting old. I think I know what you're about to say, and I think I agree. <laughs> but gaming consoles and games are so much more complicated to use now than <laughs> what they what were. I, were going. I was going to say, I, I, I kind of, I think I may have liked that era of games better. Oh, no, I, <laughs> Crash I was going. Bandicoots. Yes. Know, no. Halos I, and all those. I did yeah, on the original PlayStation, there was some ski game yes, that I loved. I loved that game. I don't even know what it was, and it was very probably simplistic, yeah. but I played the mess yeah, out of that. me too. Um, it was a snowboard game that may be part yeah, of the yes, same one. Yes, it was probably part of the same one. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, yep. Um, but, but that's part of what I was saying, is that games, like, if you try to play Madden or NBA 2K or something now, you've got to have basically a college degree to know how to spin <laughs> things, and it's like... Yeah, I how do. does a kid learn how to do all of this during during COVID? I was I was a youth pastor and I was trying to be relevant to the to the kids. <laughs> I can say that now that I'm not in student ministry anymore. And I was like, you know, we can't see each other, but I'll hop on Fortnite with you. So I downloaded oh. Fortnite and I got on. There's like I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I'm supposed to be building stuff and then I'm shooting. Like what in the world am I doing? I was so lost. I was like, I just want to play Madden. <laughs> that's all. I, that's the only game I've ever. I'll play Madden or a racing and flying game. That's about it. Like cruising USA. You remember cruising USA? Oh, I forgot. Going about to Mazios and playing yeah. cruising USA. Yeah. Gosh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Two thousand seven though. Man, yeah, this was huge. The iPod Touch. Yeah. The first generation uh, hit the market just in time for Christmas. Look at that. Apple just in time. Yeah, look at them. Uh, so they, they launched the iPhone the same year. Yep. But the, the iPhone was st people, I think people were still, if they weren't a nerd like us, they were still a little skeptical about the phone. I need a phone with buttons on it. Um, 
but the touch made a lot of sense for people. Yes. So you could give this to a kid. They don't have to have any kind of plan or anything. So it makes sense why this was so huge. To me, I look back at it, and I don't understand why somebody would want an iPod Touch now. Right, yeah. I, I don't get it. Not when, the the, t- not when the phone was available. No. I mean, there's a huge price difference. But, yes. Which I wonder how much this was. How much do you think they, they, they sold for? I'm going to say one ninety nine. I'm going to yeah, that's probably a good guess. Because I think the phone was like three ninety nine or four ninety nine. It wasn't that much. I remember looking back now at the price of an iPhone and going, my gosh, it was cheap. But at the time, it felt like so much money. Two ninety nine. Wow. For an 8 gig. Three, crazy. Three ninety nine for the 16 gig. Look up how much the original iPhone was. iPhone 1, first gen. How much it was at, at launch. <laughs> Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine, but like that was an outrageous amount of money for a phone at the time. If you took inflation into account, it's been that long that we can look at inflation oh and say, you know, hey, we're uh, getting old. Eight hundred and fifty two dollars. That's still cheap compared to most I mean, phones today. If you look at the the new iPhone today, it's what twelve ninety nine. Yeah, thirteen ninety nine. But you know, it was so much money. Yeah, it was. And I, I that was a that was probably one of the most memorable Christmas gifts for me because I got iPhone one. I think I got it maybe in 2007, maybe the year after. I don't know. It was in 2007. Uh, 2008, we're back to Elmo. Once again, Elmo makes its way onto the list as the most popular Christmas toy. Uh, so this is just like a robotic Elmo. <laughs> so he just moved around. Again, I don't get the the whole deal with Elmo. I digress for one second to go back to the iPhone because yeah. the, the 3G was the first one that I got. Because the first one, you had to just buy the phone outright. Yes. But then they went to doing, like, other phones back when you could get a cheap plan if you did a two-year contract. Right, yeah. So the 3G, you could get for 199 for the 8-gig model or 299 for the 16-gig version. <laughs> 16 gigs, man. <laughs> you can't take a picture. <laughs> 16 gigs in these days. Oh, my gosh. 2009, what do we got? Uh oh, the Nook. Yeah, this this was the before the Kindle, I believe. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was one of those ebook readers. Uh, yeah, it was from Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah, right there, stamped on it, Barnes and Noble. Wow. Yeah, uh, I remember those being a big deal. I never had one. These, I'm so, to me, I thought these were geared more toward adults than they were kids. Well. The times are the the times are changing. These are things that are just the most popular, I guess. And we we saw from our Halloween episode, like we're we're seeing we saw a trend in Halloween costumes go from kids to adults too. So I, I guess adults are or all the stuff we couldn't have as a kid, we're trying to get now. 2010, you got the Apple iPad. Yeah, this was massive. Also, I have I have iPad one sitting right over there. Look camera. at those bezels. It's just incredible, isn't it? It's That's a, horrendous. It's a thick daddy too. Grab grab that iPad. Grab that iPad over there real quick. I've got a, a a little little shrine to the iPad OG. I've got the iPhone one somewhere here too, the 2G iPhone. I mean, look how thick that thing is. Like we've got we got the, the, the generations to compare here. Like they're they are about the same size still. Except, Except much sc- less screen real yeah, estate. So much less. You I, had the uh curved back yeah but you know it was it was just a marvel though 
It was a marvel to behold. Like, you know, the iPhone had been around at that point for, you know, three or four years. People had finally, they had caught on to it big time. So it made sense for them just to, to stretch it out and make a full tablet about it. This was futuristic. Does this one still work? I don't know. I, I don't, you don't have, have the charger. I don't have a charger for it, but I think I may have one uh, at the church. I'm going to try to get that. 2011, though. Uh, we're back to Elmo again. <laughs> What is, the, what is the obsession with Elmo? Continues to make our list. Uh, this is the Let's Rock Elmo. Elmo never going to die. <laughs> he came equipped with a mic, tambourine, and a drum set. Man, this dude was ready for uh, Pentecostal church. Had the tambourine on him and everything. <laughs> Elmo ready to go all night long. <laughs> uh, he could sing six songs and interact with a variety of related toys. Elmo ready to make a parrot squish me and beat me over the head with a hammer if you wanted the extra musical instruments you had to buy him a course uh, of separately. course you did of course you did 2012 the wii u i loved the wii okay i like the wii i don't know anything about the wii u wii u was just the next generation uh i've got one uh it is it's the exact same thing but it's got that little extra trackpad that you can hang on and, and play stuff with uh it's it's fine. The original Wii was way, 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 way better. But Wii U is fine. Hey, 2013. Of course. <laughs> he makes his appearance every other year. Elmo back to play with you. This is Big Hugs Elmo. <laughs> big Hugs Elmo. Oh, my gosh. Um, he could say 50 different sounds and phrases. He was big enough to hug a child, probably uh, 50 times the cost of what he was in 1996. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen the TikToks with adult Elmos? No. Like, it's just this, this It's this guy with an Elmo puppet, and he's just the most, like, he'll be vulgar. vulgar. <laughs> he'll start cussing out. He'll do all kinds of stuff, but it's in the Elmo voice. It's hilarious. 2013. Uh, nope, sorry. That was 2013. 2014, Elsa dolls. Uh, we're Of course, Frozen. That, we yeah. talked about it just a couple of episodes ago. Frozen was massive and huge. Uh, so you had Elsa, of course, uh, taking the spotlight. Everyone wanted, everyone wanted an Elsa doll. 2015? Yeah, we had BB-8. Hey, it's not Elmo. <laughs> it's not Elmo, thankfully. Uh, let's see, this was, uh, was this from Rogue One? No, this would have been from uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, that's right. Yeah. I remember when these BB-8s were everywhere. They were expensive, though. I, that's what I was just sitting here looking at. Thinking, I bet this was an expensive toy. Yeah, it was expensive. I I knew somebody who had one, and it was like this. It was really cool. Like it was a little remote control droid that was could roll around, and uh, it you could set it. There was one that you could set to follow mode, where it would follow you around, which was awesome, and it would oh. roll. It would roll around just like like, uh, in the movie. 2016, we're bringing it all back, going back like it's 1988. The uh, NES Mini. So, yes. Did you you guys got one of these, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, we got the Super NES Mini. Yep, I got one of those. Uh, but we, I don't think we ever got the NES Mini. This was hard. It was hard. To get. <laughs> uh, I tried. Every time somebody would release one, I would be on their website waiting. Uh, GameStop, Target, Best Buy, Walmart. And I would just be trying to put the thing in the cart and get checked out as fast as I could. Right. 
it was so difficult to get one, and I finally got one. People, of course, were buying these up, oh, yeah. throwing them online, reselling them mm-hmm. for three, four times the price. Of course, it had all the classic games on it, yes. right? Super Mario. There was like 30 games built into it, and it's still fun to pull out. I haven't pulled it out in over a year, Yeah, but it's a lot of fun to hook up. It's got all the Marios on it. And that kicked off like a, a string of these types of games, these little mini uh, we we got one that was just Pac Man. We got a, a like I said the Super Nintendo. We got a Sega Genesis version of this. Oh, I, I don't have that. One. I think they've come out with the PlayStation one now too. Oh, no, what? I think so. I could be wrong, but I I, I can see Ooh. it in my mind a, a mini PlayStation also. Um, whose turn is it? It's, it's me. It's 2017, and it's Cosmo. Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is either. It is a f- robot. It's fully customizable and programmable that helps kids to learn code. Okay. We've made it a long ways from Elmo. <laughs> we have, we're teaching we have. kids to, to code now. Yeah. Uh, we're raising up the next generation of hackers here. Uh, it's small in size, hefty in price, of course, so it might take some convincing, but it's a clever little droid that kids and adults will love. How? Let's see. How much is Cosmo? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I'm going to assume... I'm going to guess about 99 bucks. That's my guess. 249. Oh my gosh. 249. I was off. Wow. 2018 robots are here to stay because we have Boxer AI robot. Okay, not familiar with him. I don't know this either. Uh, so it's kind of going off the success of Cosmo. It looks like uh, expressive like dot matrix face and it's just kind of interactive. It responds to movement in front of him and Follows fingers, kicks a ball. Like it's just it's probably just, wasn't two hundred forty nine dollars. Probably though. not. I don't get the allure of it. Twenty nineteen, we had the LOL surprise, <laughs> two and one glamper. This is the kind of stuff I'm going to have to deal with, not you. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am glad that it is you and not me. <laughs> yeah. So this this feels like a toned down version of the Bratz line to me. Uh, it's kind of what it looks like. There are 55 elements to the set. You're going to be stepping on these things. They're going to hurt your feet. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Uh, it's 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 a toy that just unfolds and has all sorts of girly stuff in it. 2020, um, this was the, the crux of the console wars when you had PS5 and Xbox Series X both at the same time being the most popular gaming consoles ever, both of which were... Out of stock. Yeah. Constantly. Like, who actually got one? Yeah. They only made like 10 of them, I think. <laughs> I think so. Now, They're you, still hard to get, they right? They are. Yeah. You couple that with 2020 in general. Like, 2020 was just... the, the Everything chip, was gone. Yeah. You had the chip shortage. Yeah. Uh, but I think that really pushed the envelope to making these... Again, you're, you're throwing it back to the, the 90s when supply and demand was fueling your marketing. And that's why you had that. 2021. This is the last one that we've got on this list. Yep. Because Christmas 2022 has not happened yet. It has not. What What will be? You know, I don't know. While, while you're talking yeah, okay. about 21, I'm going to look up 22. So this was, as anybody should probably guess that has a brain, it was the Grogu plush toy. Uh, you know, Baby Yoda, Mandalorian. This is at the height of that. I was in Dirt Cheap a few weeks ago. They had an entire wall with 100, 200, 300 of these things just all along the wall. 10 bucks a piece. 
Seemed like a good deal to me. Uh, this was 11 inches tall. Just a little squishy thing, you know. Uh, I can't find what the most popular gift is because all of them link back to like, this is what you should buy this year. So I don't know that. It doesn't feel like there's any one thing out there, though. There's going to be something. There's going to be something that's going to be on this list next year, but I don't know what that would be. Um, you you might argue AirPods Pro, but I don't know. To me, it's just interesting how a PS5 going to cost you how much money versus a Grogu plush doll. <laughs> I know. I do remember last year those Grogu's being hard harder to find. The the good ones. There was plenty of cheap ones and and. But the but the nicer ones like were the way it, it just kind of like Cosmo was two hundred forty nine dollars. This thing must have been like ten bucks. Like did do, do all the parents spend all their money last year? And so oh this year we got to buy we got to buy a fifteen dollar <laughs> doll, you know, because right. you, you got that. Yeah. And then next year oh we got another big one. It's like kind of alternates. I don't I don't know if there's anything to that. I don't either. Um, let's see. Do you have any worsts? Do we have any? We want to even do worst? Uh, no. Because we're talking about Christmas gifts, and you ought to be thankful if you even just get a gift. Amen. You know? Amen. You've seen the video of the little kid that got the avocado, and he opens it up, and he's like, oh, an avocado, thanks. You know? And he was just, he was so, <laughs> he was so happy that he got an avocado, yes. you know? Yes. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's toys there's, that aren't fun, but if somebody's putting in the time and the effort, and they're spending money to buy you a gift, yeah. People say it's the thought that counts, and there's a lot of truth to that. There if is. somebody cares enough to spend time to get you something, you know, just be grateful for it. Be grateful. I've had gifts given to me that I kind of scratch my head at. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I can ever use that. But I'm really thankful that the person actually cared enough about me that they wanted to spend some of their money to get me something. Amen. So I think in the spirit of the season, we shouldn't do a worst. I agree. The worst is people <laughs> who actually voice that they don't like what they got for Christmas. Like, don't tell somebody I don't like this. That's a great point. Even if it's even if it's ugly, find something used to socks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a nice thank you goes a long way. All right, let's listen to your feedback. We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to send a voicemail. Okay, so I've got a couple of pieces of feedback. Uh, we're in the Christmas season now, but we were once in the Thanksgiving season and we were talking about a Thanksgiving parade. Asked you guys, uh, do you watch the parade? Is that something that you care about? And we got some feedback on, uh, let's see, is this, this is YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so we're on Facebook also. Facebook, uh, Phil Brown says, uh, oh. negative, the parade is garbage. Oh, Phil. I know Phil. You know Phil? I do know Phil. Uh, JTZ Outdoors says, I've been to that parade three times in my life as an adult. Wow. Whoa. Been to the... The Macy's Parade three times. Wow. Who is this? JTZ Outdoors. Okay. JT. Do you live there? Yeah. Are you in <laughs> the area or do you yeah. go on purpose? Maybe. I'd like to know more. Uh, 
Gloria Gloria says, I've never been to it and have not seen it in years. Heck, we don't even own a TV. <laughs> well, that's probably why you hadn't seen it. Uh, you know, we hadn't seen the thing in a while. Uh, you know, Oh, probably we don't have the TV. Justin Burke over on YouTube says, it's been on our TV for years and we watched the dog show too. Okay. So you're a double dipper. Hmm. I, I don't really care for the dog show. I don't either. We we had it on at Lauren's family's uh, Thanksgiving this year, and uh, I just I just don't get the appeal. I don't I don't get the allure. Is there a is there a ugliest there is an ugliest dog competition? Yeah, there I think is. I've seen that too. Okay, uh, let's bracket this thing out and uh, get on with it. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. This is the best things bracket. Alrighty. I've got first pick in this old bracket. And I'm going to take the NES. Oh, I had a feeling that's what she was going to do, so I'll take the Game Boy. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to take one of the mini Elmos. <laughs> I'm going iPad. I'm going Xbox 360. Now, you know, we, we do need to clarify, like, yes, we're trying to say which is the best Christmas gift of all time. We're going to be a little bit biased here. Yeah. Uh, it's hard not to be. But, you know, get over it. Listen to some other podcasts. That's a little less biased if you want to. Um... I'm definitely going with my own personal nostalgia here. And I'm going... I gots to put the turtles. Guns to put the turtles. Give me the NES Mini. Oh, you're playing the game. I've got one pick to go... And you know what? I'm putting the koosh. Dang it! See, that was going to be my last one. <laughs> I'm putting the koosh. Yeah. Ball. Uh, it, it it should be in there. Yeah. I want to be honest with you. When we started this podcast, I wasn't thinking koosh would make it to the bracket, but I remember I would get them in my stocking. Put pogs on there. Oh, t- come t- on, t- let's go. Pogs. No, no, no. I don't want pogs. I'm telling you no. to take pogs. <laughs> no, I'm not I don't want pogs. pogs. You were the pog guy, <laughs> not me. Um, Come on, put Elmo in there. <laughs> Beanie Babies. Gosh. What's what's speaking to you? I think I got I've gotta go back. Let's see. What was back way back here? Way, um, way on back, back, way on back. Rubik's Cube. Rubik. Good call. Okay, first up, we've got Game Boy versus Koosh. Three, two, one. Game, Game Boy. Boy. We've got NES versus Rubik's Cube. Three, two, one. NES. NES. 
We've got the Xbox 360 versus TMNT. Three, two, one, 360. We've got the iPad versus the NES Mini. Three, two, one, Mini. iPad. Really? Okay. Um, iPad, one to ten. Three, two, one, nine. nine. NES Mini, three, two, one, seven. Nine. iPad moving on. Okay. Uh, NES versus iPad. Three, two, one. NES. NES. Game Boy versus 360. Three. <laughs> this one's oh, tough. This is this hard. This one's tough. Oh, okay. I think I have an answer, though. Three, two, one. Game Boy. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I, I went it, Game Boy for nostalgia. Yeah, and I have just a lot of vivid memories playing no, both. But I, so do I. Uh, it's like old school versus new school, newish school. Three sixty is not new school. <laughs> <laughs> Your thirties uh, are showing, sir. <laughs> two thousand five was just a year or two ago. <laughs> it feels like it, man. It's weird. Um, all right. Game. I mean, in comparison to the Game Boy. Has there been as much time passed between the Game Boy and 360 as there has between now and then? It was 17 years ago? Since the 360? Right? And the Game Boy was, what, 90? Or 89? 89? Dude. It's it's (laughs) close. They're close. Isn't that? How's that for blowing your mind? Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, um, Whew. that's wild. That, you just okay. Uh, we already have really old school in there. Okay, with the NES, it'd be Nintendo versus Nintendo, wouldn't it? It it would. All right. uh, I, I I defer to three sixty. You you convince me? They're they're both great. They are both great. But you're right. It'd be Nintendo. Versus I have Nintendo. more nostalgia wrapped up with the Game Boy. Yeah. Um, but okay. The finals then. Gosh. Nintendo NES versus Xbox 360. This is tough because it's childhood versus not adulthood. Kind of adulthood. <laughs> I guess it's adulthood, isn't it? Um, we just got to go for it. Here we go. I mean, I was 16 when the 15, 16 when the 360 came out. Yeah. Makes me a little bit older. All right. <sighs> NES versus 360 in three, two, one. NES. Mm. Okay. What's the argument for the NES? Tim. Okay. So now it's very personal to me because I remember getting this as a Christmas gift, and that's just where my my love for tech honestly began. So that's very personal to me, but. I will also say on a broader spectrum, the NES really broke the door open on video game system. Without the NES, there would be no Xbox. That's that's my argument. That's true. Uh, and again, like like I said, the 360 is the very first brand new gaming console that I ever it's got. True. And it was true. a Christmas gift, so there is a lot of nostalgia there. Uh, it's... The cop-out here would be just to put video games, video game systems. Consoles? Yeah. 
as the best. Because, I mean, that makes up one, <laughs> two, three, at least three of these. I think that's the right thing to do. I, I feel like it is, too. Because I can't choose between the, those. In the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> there shall be no loser today. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 does it. I, I you, we agree. Yes, we agree. In the spirit of Christmas, video game consoles. You take the win today. All right, but will they last for very long? That is the question that we have to ask ourselves right now. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the Best Thing Battle. Okay, so we have video game consoles as the best Christmas gift. We have to face the best Christmas movie character in George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Do you think this is going to be easy? I do. You do? I do. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how this is going to go. I have. I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, as I sit, I don't know what I'm going to vote for. Do you have a vote? I know it right in my heart. <laughs> okay, here we go. George Bailey versus video game consoles. Three, two, one. Video, video game, game consoles. consoles. Hey, we did the thing every week. I can't find the button. <laughs> Uh, a new champion. I moved it to the other bank, and I probably need to move it back. Yeah. Okay. I really It was a game-time decision for me on that one because George Bay is so iconic. Like, I just, but I think it's more personal for me. The game consoles are more personal yeah. to me. Lots of fun and memories wrapped up in those. Yeah. Okay. We did it. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, it's, uh, what, happening uh, Sunday? Yeah. Less than a week away. Woo! Uh, so have this is our last brand new episode of the year also. So, uh, But we will have an episode next, next week. It's the best of the best things. We're wrapping up the year, sharing some of the best moments from the year. So listen to that. But um, let's be honest, you're probably not going to listen to it. <laughs> No, I... You're going to be with family. You're going to be hanging yeah. out. Hopefully. I'm not going to listen to it. Are you going to listen to it? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, you're going to... You're having a very special Merry Christmas. Yep. We had a baby. We have a baby. <laughs> We're having a baby. Depending I'm not on sure. you listening to this. Uh, this is recorded in advance. Don't forget. Yes. Um, I'm hoping that that he is here at this date. Yeah. Uh, I would like to to not be at home. So if you see anything posted like, hey, they had a baby on December 19th. Yeah. I was not recording a podcast <laughs> while Erica was in labor. Uh, hilarious. No, no wives or children were harmed or left unattended in the recording of this oh, podcast. Uh, so, well, there it is. Everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. From both of us here. Yeah. Have a have a very happy, 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 happy week. Um, enjoy a candlelight service if you're going to it. Uh, open and 
presents, being around family, eating some good food. Making memories this week. Yeah. So hopefully you're going to have an amazing week. All right. You got anything else? That's all for me. All right. For the best things, I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. We'll talk at you next time, next year. Merry Christmas! Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you're listening now. And remember, connect with us on the socials at Best Things Pod, and you may hear your take on an upcoming episode.